Last week at the Detroit Regional Chamber's annual Detroit Policy Conference, Mayor Mike Duggan revealed his vision for Detroit's future mobility, proposing a people mover expansion to cater to the rising influx of young professionals. The people mover is key to connecting entertainment and offices and residential in downtown Detroit. Let's find out more about the possibilities with Robert Kramer, who's general manager of the Detroit Transportation Corporation, joining us this morning on JR Morning. Robert, welcome. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, tough act to follow right after Mike Trico. He's been a busy man this week, for sure. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. So, so Robert, talk to us about uh, the, the insight, the plan for the people mover. For years, you know, people used to say, you know, well, the people mover just takes you around in circles all the time. It's not really, you know, real, you know, transit. People use it to get from building to building. They would park somewhere else, get on it, park from building to building. People would come downtown and use it to get from one place to the other. What, what, what new look are we thinking about as far as the people mover is concerned? Well, sure. I think it's important, you know, just just briefly to think about, um, you know, today. So our, our top priority every day is we want to provide a safe and reliable uh, transportation option to get people around the downtown area. And obviously, it's a really exciting time to be uh, part of downtown. Uh, but right behind that is we want to make sure uh, that um, that the people mover is a positive part of a rider's or a visitor's experience uh, in the downtown area. And, and that's really something that can apply whether it's today or making sure that the platforms are free of ice and snow, uh, but really uh, uh, jives nicely uh, with what the mayor's trying to say as far as making sure we're thinking about how the people mover can best serve downtown as it continues to grow um, and develop. And so uh, the, the there's no um, plan per se in place now. What we're really trying to make sure is that we are taking the time to think about uh, how downtown has changed, um, and also how the city has changed. We want to make sure that when people come downtown uh, from other neighborhoods in the city, from the region, visitors for conferences, uh, that we can do the best we can to be as, as helpful and a positive experience for as many people as possible. So uh, we will be studying this, um, hopefully in the next couple of months, mm-hmm. uh, not with the eye of picking a certain particular plan that this is what we're going to do and this is exactly when we're going to do it, but just really uh, thinking about and talking with businesses, residents, downtown workers, um, a lot of the partners that are downtown uh, and in the surrounding neighborhoods and say, hey, what are some ways that we might be able to, if the right opportunity arises, uh, to really expand uh, or, or adjust the people mover to make it even more useful? Well, we should point out too, Robert, that the the potential riders have changed dramatically. I mean, when the when the people mover came in, we did not have a thriving Woodward corridor between downtown and News Center. We didn't have this indigenous population living in Capitol Park or in condos in the Book Cadillac or elsewhere. So, I mean, with more people making this area their home, you've got a residential population that you need to serve now too, not just commuters or visitors. Oh, definitely, a hundred percent. I think that that's really um, top on on the mayor's mind, and top on, on you know, really, if you think about what's going on, you mentioned a lot of those buildings that are being converted, but we've also got the new apartment building that's right on the riverfront where Joe Louis Arena used to be, um, and, and definitely, if you think back in the '70s and '80s when the people were designed, uh, and compare that to today, in so many ways, you know, the, we didn't have uh, we had Joe Louis Arena. That was the only true downtown sports. Uh, uh, venue, right? And we've got four sports teams. We've got thousands more uh, residential units. 
Um, but also, you know, Joe Louis Arena is gone. So that, you know, the station that used to be directly connected, I'm sure a lot of the listeners probably have fond memories of taking the people mover from their favorite parking spot or watering hole. So the arena is not there anymore, but now there's a whole nother uh, between West Riverfront Park and the apartments, and now there's a hotel in the works. Um, that's a really great example of, you know, how times change. And obviously it's not easy to move when you know, we have a track and stations like that. It's not easy to move it. So we'd want to make sure we really thought it through and, and, and really identified what the opportunities were. Uh, but it is a great opportunity uh, really to be thinking that way uh, because we know downtown is going to continue on this. Uh, uh, it's going to continue its development. That was going to say the same trajectory, but uh, I think, uh, you know, COVID really uh, pushed us quickly in that direction you were just talking about with all of those residential units, maybe even more office buildings turning into residential. And, and, and Robert, considering the evolving landscape of transportation with advancements like uh, what potential driverless Ubers in the future, how does the people mover plan to stay relevant and, and serve the changing needs of the community? Well, I think that that's a great point. Um, and, you know, the opportunity we have, which is pretty unique, is we have uh, 13 stations. Those are uh, buildings, nodes, hubs. You know, they can turn into a lot of different things, um, uh, small business incubators. Those can really be useful. And when you have that, uh, the rail that's connecting people between them quickly and effectively, uh, to me, that just opens more opportunities for how we can support those things. So if you have a driverless uh, a vehicle system, if you've got some sort of shuttle, uh, we're talking about, you know, the, the uh, downtown Detroit to airport uh, express bus, you've got a downtown to Ann Arbor bus, all of those things and the Q line, uh, uh, even though you know, we're both rail providers, they serve that whole midtown corridor and they cross our system in two spots where they can make transfers. So even as the, the landscape evolves when it comes to how people get around and how people get into downtown, the people mover, again, if we can continue to make those adjustments to keep it relevant as far as you know, safe, reliable, and, and maybe adjustments to the system, it can still actually be a big boost to those efforts um, because it can be part of uh, the, the resource and the infrastructure that's used for those. Lisa, that's in my mind. Folks need a bit of a history lesson here. When Jimmy Carter sent those transit funds our way, it was for a system that was going to go up Woodward. It was going to be a couple of phases that was going to connect suburbs and the city. When you talk expansion, I mean, we're talking really about a 10-year plan here, Robert. What kind of what what might that expansion look like? Will there be a spur that goes up Woodward or down Grand River, Michigan Avenue to the airport or to Ann Arbor? What would it look like? Well, well sure. I, I think that's what we need to to study more so that we're prepared for opportunities. To me, the the study, and, and I think this is exactly what the mayor was hinting at. Uh, the study prepares you for those opportunities that might might arise. And there's a lot of investment, whether it's a big development site where it could be a, a valuable part of that, transit-oriented development, whatever it might be, we want to make sure we're prepared to support and be part of, uh, of whatever those developments might be. Um, it doesn't have to be a certain spur, like, well, I'm really looking for, you know, Grand River or whatever it might be, but we want to make sure that we study how we can help those. And I think as part of that history lesson you are talking about, the people mover for people who are familiar with, with Chicago, right? So the people mover is supposed to be kind of like the loop downtown. Right. So it wasn't necessarily the people mover was going to reach out all those areas, but it was going to, to, uh, you know, to, to feed in from some really heavy investments, whether it's subway, elevated rail, whatever it might be, and move people around. Obviously, that's the part that never came to fruition as far as, as, far as getting people downtown. Yeah. But I do think that that's smart and, and even um, to a greater extent more recently maybe – uh, DDOT is, is working with some things, you know, they're talking about BRT on Jefferson. 
as those improve, you know, again, right. that's another way where we can we can still uh, help uh, get people around. Yeah, there are other moving parts here. If only Mayor Young hadn't called Reagan prune face, we could have had all those transit <laughs> funds, Robert. We would be in a much better place today. Robert Kramer, thanks so much. We look forward to future conversations about a new future for the people mover. Great talking to you guys. Have a great morning.